Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Actually, surprisingly, heard from quite a bit of Oakland A's supporters. <laughs> it's weird. And it's about, uh, of the five or six, which I didn't expect to hear that many emails, uh, three of them said they're in full support of the A's going to Vegas, and they'll still stay behind them. And the other ones are like, so long as that guy owns a team, I'm not playing the game. Being an A's fan has to be rough. Man. The only thing you can do is hope that you get lucky every once in a while. With your, you're never going out getting anybody good. It's tough being a White Sox fan, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, but it's like you say, you cheer for the laundry. After a while. You know. You start cheering for laundry, and then what are you doing? The crazy part, though, is, I, and, and I hate to say it because I'm not an Astros fan by any means, but yeah. I'm actually pulling for him a little bit because Jose Abreu Former Sox. suffered with yeah. the White Sox for so many years. It's like, yeah. you know what? I want to see him get something. You want to see... The team that's given them nothing. Right. And he goes on to somebody and he's in the big show. Yep. I thought that same thing of Bill Buckner. Goes on with the cheating team. Yeah. Ah, they used to. They're not anymore. You know, they changed. <laughs> They're different. They're not wired up anymore. The uh, Bill Buckner feeling for me was the same. I was a big Bill Buckner yeah. fan as a kid. I'm like, there he is going off. And the Red Sox. And I'm like, this is good. He's in the World Series. And then he became the greatest uh, meme of all time before memes even existed. The, the Buckner became a verb. Yep. Uh, used to be in baseball, there was a thing called Merkel's Boner. And that goes all the way back to like 1905. Buckner changed it. Nobody remembers Merkel's Boner anymore. Now it's the Buckner. You had it. And he saved Leon Durham, who had a Durham moment in 84. Two years earlier, Leon Durham blew a game having a ball go right between his legs. Nobody remembers that because Buckner's was bigger. Been a lot of butthole moves in Cub history, even when they're not even on the Cubs anymore. And the worst part was he went from a team that was depressing to another team that was depressing in the Red Sox. So I understand your thing, but more than likely, a Brave is going to do something where a ball bounces off of him, and they're going to lose the series because of him. No, yeah, he's got that. He got white... a three run jack yesterday. Nah, all right, but he's got that white sucks stink all over him. When it counts, <laughs> it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Yeah, baseball being talked about is fun because that's my that's my heart and soul sport. I love the football because it's the most exciting. I got a lot of passion for that. But baseball, when it gets 
good. It's been through so many terrible. It's been so poorly run for so long and just messy and bad and gets itself in trouble. It's just nice when it's like pure and fun again, like what we're yeah. watching down here. Shorten up that season. That's what everybody keeps saying. And if you're going to do that, you change a lot of the stats and things like that. I don't mind shortening you do. up. But if you, if you don't like baseball, you want the game. You, I, don't, I understand why they do it. If you don't like baseball, you say things like shorten the season. Less baseball is not better baseball. The whole point of a baseball season is archaic in today's era because we like things fast and now. Yep. And the whole point of baseball is attrition. You're going to start this thing in April, and if you're not any better in September than you feel in April, you're going to fade. It's not about how good you can play one game at a time. It's about how consistent you can be for that long. And you, those dudes are on a schedule you can't imagine. You think your work schedule's rough? It's ridiculous. I mean, you're working 27 days a week, flying in between on the three days you have off, and then sometimes you play a night game, then a day game, then hop on a plane and play another game the next day. I mean, they're on a... It's intentionally trying to wear people down to see who can withstand the grind. You shorten it, it's kind of like the steroids to me. It just gives you a better chance of being good in September. Fans want it shortened. If you really wanted to make baseball super interesting to the people that don't like it, make it six innings. That's what you'd shorten. You wouldn't shorten the season. You'd shorten the game. But that doesn't make baseball What determines that is the revenue, the money. And if that starts going away, it's like anything. But it's not. Hey, why isn't this changing? I mean, yeah. Baseball's you know, their not, numbers are... They're not losing money. They, they claim to be in a few markets, but they're not losing any money. They got that $10 billion contract from Fox, and then they all have their own regional... They're doing fine. I do like the pitch clock, though. And pitch clock's great. Things That's up. speeding the game up yeah, a little bit. fun. People who like... Because it got ridiculous. Right. It went to, like... It was three-and-a-half-hour games. Yeah. And that never used to be the case when baseball was super popular. You but, get Terry Francona coming in there, yeah. switching uh, switching pitchers every batter. Right. It's like, all right, dude. They, they got rid of the delays and the loopholes and all that. And that's that has sped things up, made it more. But, again, I said this when my friends and I used to play baseball. When ESPN came along and did baseball tonight, and every single baseball game was replayed in five-minute shows. You got the highlights. You got everything that happened in the game that was important and didn't have to sit through any of the mundane you know, chess match, which is – Somebody who lo- I'm an old-fashioned baseball fan. I love the chess match part. I love that you pitched to Abreu in the first inning, yeah. and then you saw that he tagged that slider, and now you got to put it in a different spot. If he makes that mistake twice, that dude's going to kill him. So you ha- those are the little nuances of the game that when you're watching the game, you know. When you just want home runs and you know strikeouts and you just want the highlights, that's like watching football and saying, I only like uh, touchdowns and sacks. Baseball is it's boring. For people who want something happening every single play. So I understand the idea of, yeah, shorten the season, it's better. But that's the whole why people point were, of it is uh, to keep the season going a long time. And that's why people, you know, back in the 90s were accusing, oh, ball's juiced, right. steroids. The, people want to see the long balls. And the excitement was there. Right. But that's ESPN and the baseball tonight. It's like the things that people are watching, the home run era, uh, when you had Sosa and McGuire and Gonzo and those guys going after it. The ratings were through the roof because you were getting all your highlight. Every game you were guaranteed a highlight. But you didn't realize you were sitting through five, six innings before Sosa hit his. You're watching it with anticipation, and that's what baseball's all about. It's the slow burn of anticipation. That doesn't work in twenty twenty three. We don't we don't want to wait. We're not gonna sit and watch hundred and sixty two games and think every one of them matters, but they do. I mean, every single game ended up mattering to the Diamondbacks. Every, from April 
till end of September. They squeaked in by a single game, half game, really. Same with the Astros, too. Astros, too. And yeah. here they are. They're about to go to the World Series. Every The games in April count as much as they do in September. So you can shorten the season, but then the Diamondbacks wouldn't have been there. You know, it's one of those deals where you got it. You've got to be good in September. The Cubs aren't in the playoffs because September burned them down. They couldn't keep up that pace anymore. They were done, and you saw it. They just faded. It's like a boxer. He goes nine rounds in the tenth round. You can see it. He's done. He had a chance to win this thing, but these last two rounds are the championship rounds. That's what baseball. Is. So I kind of shake a little bit at the idea of like I understand why people say shorten the season, but then you're really not that much of a fan to begin. You're not going to 142 yeah. game season. You still won't care. It's still a lot of games. But it's fun when it's what we saw last night. That is a blast. And I am struggling a little with the people in the building wearing Diamondbacks gear, things like that. As a non-fan, it makes me kind of feel like, come on. And there's some people, and I understand why they're doing it, but they're new in town. They got their D-backs gear on, and you're like, are you pandering or are you actually going to do this? I'm not pandering. If I become a Diamondbacks fan, it's because I made a stupid <laughs> statement. I'm going to have to back it up. Hey, I'm still wearing my White Sox gear. I'm yeah, still and, wearing a White and, Sox hat every and day. And by the way, I don't have to back up what I said. I can still totally pull back on this. Because I was lying. But I've been trapped. <laughs> I'm trapped. That's I painted trap. myself in a corner. It's a trap. I didn't realize they were going to do this. It wasn't. That's right. Huh? I don't think it was really lying. Oh, I you was just lying. Had no, you had no <laughs> worries about Through it. my teeth, Brady. I was saying words I didn't believe. A lie. Yeah, you just, I no knew what I was, was going to happen. I knew what I was saying wasn't true. And I was hedging my bet on the idea that there's no chance what I'm saying can come true. I'll say it. Lying through my teeth. Nothing about it was honest or authentic. Nothing at all. Except for the Cubs were pissing me off. So now I look back and I'm like, well, what are you going to do about that? And maybe it's, you know, the game being played against me saying, well, this is your chance. And I'm start. I'm honestly feeling like I might be looking for a new ride here. The Cubs pissed me off as a fan for the last time. It's like what I said, like when the, the Steelers had Michael Vick on the team. It's the only games I haven't watched in... 25, 30 years. I just didn't. I'm not watching that. You're going to put that out there and say, hey, fans, <laughs> this is your new quarterback while our other guy gets better. I'm like, I'm not watching Michael. I'm not going to support this. I, it's, it's just personal thing. And had they been exciting and Michael Vick became a Steelers hero, I'd have probably started wearing a lot of red. Like, that's not the type of team I want to associate with. He's a horrible human being. I'm glad he's redeemed himself and moved on, and it's not a pattern of behavior, but I'm done with you. Did you cancel the parties at, at your yeah. house and everything? Wow. Everybody had to figure out where to go. Oh. I wasn't watching football for those two weeks. I get texts going, oh, my God, Michael Vick's hurt. Landry Jones is in. And then I turned the TV back on, and that was against the Cardinals. And Landry led the team uh, to victory over the Cardinals. And I'm like, all right. And then he started, and Michael Vick was terrible, which was great. I didn't watch. They played the Chargers. They played the Cardinals in another game. And I'm like, I'm not watching this. And everybody was kind of like, we get it, but really, Come it's, on, bro. it's the Steelers. Yeah. And I'm like, it's Michael Vick's Steelers. I don't want that. At a certain point, the team just says, you'll like whatever we put out there. You like the, you like the laundry. You're cheering for the outfit. Uh-uh. Cubs, White Sox, A's. Yep. Lots of teams like that. Yep. I'm not doing it. I, got, uh, I found this story today, and I found it hysterical. How much do you hate your kid if you just won't? This lady is so vegan 
that she had a birthday party for. Remember that pizza party down in Tucson that that little kid had? and Showed then, him with uh, all the pizzas and yeah. no one at the party. No one there and the sad-faced little boy, and he's at like a Chuck E. Cheese or something like that, and there's games everywhere. She invited like 15 people, had all the pizzas lined up, and no one came to the party. So what did she do? She took pictures of the kid, put it on her Instagram, and said, how dare you not come to my son's party further Embarrassing With one slice him. out of one of right, the pies. Yeah, one of the pies. <laughs> Somebody did decide. Oh, I'm still going to have some, and we got a lot of pizza here. Like I'm going to. I'm, I'm also going to play some skee ball. I, I can't be here and not play skee. I'm sorry, Billy is so sad, but this Tucson lady gets national attention, and this sad sack kid sitting there, and basically it was my son. How dare you, prick, say you're coming to his party and you didn't come? And then she just embarrassed him nationally. She's going on. I remember she was on the O'Reilly Factor, but back before Bill started to finger people at work. Oh, he's on the show and sitting there. It's just not right. And if you're going to be able to... And you had to say something like, hey, you realize you made the kid... It's worse now at school for him because he's now the lonely kid with no friends. You think the kids are going to be nice. And when they had a makeshift fake party that all the parents were like, all right, we'll take them. It was one of those deals where like you would call me and go, are you going to Billy's party? Because if you're not going, we're not going. Like, nah, we got stuff to do. Landslide. Didn't realize that you wouldn't be the only two doing that. And then turns out it was a perfect storm. Well, this lady... Has a story. She put on the invitation. This is a picture of the kid, by the way. Oh, he's sad. <laughs> this is his birthday party. Why? Mom put on the thing, a birthday party for little Ian, and uh, vegan cake, vegan meal. Don't bring any food, and make sure that you tell me what the presents are before because he's got, you know... He's only allergens. Well, not even allergens, but like he's only allowed to have certain things. So you couldn't risk a present that would get banned because it's Taliban birthday. Vegan birthday cake and vegan. You, they're kids. Get my birthday. If you could whittle a toy or. (laughs) Right. What kid wants a Geppetto? Imagine trying to invite Brady to your birthday party and going, it's a broccoli party. We're vegan. So no cheese. One mention of vegan. Like Ah. the cake has no dairy in it. It's it's. That weird berries and whatever they ever have a vegan chocolate cake? Not a flourless chocolate cake or a sugarless one. A vegan one where they don't use eggs, they don't use milk, they don't it's fruit. And they mash it all into this jam flavor and put some sort of weird brown in it. I haven't had that. I've had one of those vegan chocolate chip cookies, you know, at the at Whole Foods. They say vegan or organic. It says vegan. Nah, they're gross because they're leaves. It wasn't that bad, but uh, you yeah, know. come on, it was that bad. Put it <laughs> next. Stop it. Why don't you ever say things are? You but know, your cake. I'm not, don't stars. you change direction no. on me here. I've you know the cake. better than anybody that a chocolate chip cookie made out of and grass is not good. Don't say it was okay. You're, three out of five. You're, yeah, you'd give it three out of five. I could have grabbed out of the wrong cabinet, too. And <laughs> you might have got an actual air. chocolate chip yeah, yeah. cookie. All right, well, then, f- you for the there story. It could be that air. That's right. <laughs> Let's go with that. Because if you liked it, I'm calling bull. <laughs> There's no way. That- hey, this isn't bad. Uh-uh, no. Yes, it's made with jams and figs. Oh, well, you can go fig yourself because I want a real <laughs> cookie. Don't you dare, vegans, serve cake. Without eggs and and don't tell me oh it tastes great uh uh-uh. uh and don't you dare if you're if you're if your invitation to begin with is yelling at you right if yeah exactly. why do you want to go so nobody good showed point. up to the party but if your food is so good and so good for you then eat it quit trying to make it taste like our good food I've said it for years Impossible Burger you don't want burgers 
You're admitting how good they are by trying to replicate them with grass. Stop it. If you love eating salads and vegan stuff so much, just stick to it. And then I'd have more respect for you if you didn't try to make your food taste like meat. You don't want meat. Don't try to make everything taste like meat. All you're doing is admitting that meat is delicious. That's all you're doing. we got to make this stuff taste like meat. I can't live like this. It's, it's impossible, Burger. Impossible to choke down. It tastes like Rock Wars, the wake-up song, and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. But you invite. It's evangelizing on food. <laughs> it, it's annoying. Well, it's like evangelizing with like, but the guys over there at Muslim City. Because this tastes Muslim like meat. City. But the Muslims have some good ideas. We're going to make it kind of Muslim like. No. You vegans off with your. And don't have vegan parties without starting up the grill and, and, and realizing other people don't do that. Just because you're vegan doesn't mean. We have to be when we're around you. It's like alcoholics. I, I respect uh, f- friends of mine who are uh, alcoholics and don't drink anymore. And they don't make us not drink around them. It's their willpower. It's their problem. These people wouldn't even lie. And I get it. It's your party. But don't complain afterwards when you throw a vegan party and no meat eaters show up because it's a big fat <laughs> you in the invitation that says it's a party for no one. Say no gifts. Or There's gold that. bars only. <laughs> right, right. Be more specific. If you, you know what I bring that. that kid? A plant. Enjoy <laughs> it. It's food and a treat. I go pick up a 50-pound bale of hay. You put the words vegan only on an invitation. You might as well just show me my grandmother's hooey. It's unappealing. There's nothing about it I want to see twice. <laughs> I'm not going to that. I'm not drawn to it at all. Be a vegan. That's great. I'm going to be a meat-eating machine. If cows didn't have hair, I'd take bites out of them in the field. I like rare meat, and I like a lot of it. That's my living. All right, what meat inside? You're going to need a colonoscopy, and you're going to find out. I don't care. We're all going to die. I'm dying with a delicious meal in my belly. I'm not dying full of grass. I don't watch Al and my yard crew when I come home with those big piles of grass. Think, mm, I'm starving. That looks good. Nope. But if Al had a cow in the front yard, I'd be like, let's slaughter that immediately. I don't want to see it, but I want somebody to do it. And we're going to grill that mother up right now. Vegan party. <laughs> Stop it. And one of those weird vegans, too, where they don't eat the cheese. Stop it. You're cursing and Everyone's Brady just right sitting now. around oh. that room right now. <laughs> oh, man. With that string of hay out of their mouth, hanging out, having a fun time at the party. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have the nerve to post a picture of your sad kid because you're forcing veganism down his throat. That, you know what that kid wants for his birthday? A hamburger. A good one. A happy meal. Jam it in there. And you know what else he wants? Queso. Something fierce. Maybe a couple of eggs. Do the experiment. Yeah. Give him that yeah. option. Give him the option. No vegan would do that. <laughs> You're trying to raise your kid vegan. Nobody, because they realize the temptation of deliciousness. So good. Yeah, they would know. The kid, take a blindfold them and go, which one do you like? Because one of them is made of grass and uh, rabbit turds, and the other one is, uh, is meat. Let's see what you like better. And what? You can't tell the difference. I love when they tell me that. 
and take a bite of that mushy homeless guy's sock. And that's the impossible burger. Better than I expected, but still not good. And then you eat a delicious. Oh, that's a whopper. <laughs> I know exactly what that is. The bread's different because the mucky pink water that soaks into it, that's meat. Don't have vegan birthday parties. The chances of kids being excited about your kid is zero. Zero. Vegan kids are Two not going to have good of, parties. Two uh, plates of glizzies. You got the tofurkey and, oh, no. a, and, oh, a, and a beef frank. <laughs> I will say, sometimes that uh, fake turkey isn't bad. The uh, I don't even know what that's called. But it isn't made of plants either. I think it's just a different animal. It's not animal. choice one. No. You. Well, no. It's turkey bacon? No, I guess it's still that's, turkey. It's still turkey. I'm thinking that's a replacement yeah. for bacon. Okay. Turkey. I, I, something still has to die for me to enjoy things. That's how I've lived my entire life. If something didn't die, this isn't worth it. That's the United States. We celebrate it all the time. Think of how many things and people have died for us to be where we are. Well, we celebrate that. I think that's the same way about meals. If my plate is full, if something didn't pass away... This is not a, a complete meal. Like part of the food That's chain. the commitment we're looking for. Right. That's, that's exactly what I'm looking for. If it, I need something that has died for me. I need a little sacrifice on my plate. I can't have <laughs> broccoli and lettuce. I love salads, but I usually, when they say, what protein would you like? And that's my new favorite question at restaurants. I'm like, good, something's got to die for me to enjoy the salad. I don't know. Let's kill a chicken for today and throw that on there. Batman makes a good point. Plants are what food eats. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I love plants with the little dead things on them. Invite me to a vegan party and you... Uh, no wonder your kid's crying at the table. He's being raised with shackles all over his taste buds. He's going to be healthy. He's going to be pasty. Get that kid some iron. He takes vitamins every morning and he gets all he needs from his lettuce. Did he make this choice? No, it's how we're raising him. You're not giving him options. You're basically the North Korea of food options. This poor kid would love a Safeway rotisserie chicken right in front of him. I bet you he's not. Can't. Vegan. I bet you look at that and go, you can do this, Billy. Use your fingers. That's what men do. We don't use forks for those. We just dig in with our hands like cavemen. Because there's the second you crack that rotisserie chicken open for that vegan kid, he's questioning everything his parents have ever done. There's no, but they put it up front when you first walk in because you know you smell it. And you're like, I got to have whatever that is. Uh, 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 Timmy, that's not for you. Here's your smoked cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy made you something special. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Impossible celery meat. That's right. Impossible indeed. You couldn't have named this better with the word impossible in front of it. But how dare you post a picture of your son sobbing? Because his vegan birthday party, nobody showed up. You know why? Because you're running a bad restaurant. Ask Brady about that. He knows when nobody shows up, it's your fault. You've done something wrong. It's not fair, but that's why things close. And birthday parties are no different. It's an invitation to your one-day business. And you put out a terrible product, nobody's going to beat it. Ask KDKB. Terrible product. Every day. <laughs> nobody shows up. They can't figure out what's going wrong. But when no one shows up to your party... It's your fault. And I know Brett's going to laugh at this, but you've got to look inward. <laughs> that little kid with all that pizza, he's got a personality issue. Because if you have five free pizzas and like nine free game tokens at Chuck E. Cheese and you can't get any kids to show up, your kid's got some social issues. Or the parents are just dicks. Brady and I would have shown up to that not knowing the kid. 
Hey, Brady, I have no, We would crash kids' birthday parties. <laughs> like, there's six free pizzas. If Pat's, I love Pat's Pizza Plus. It's, like, amazing. But if I found out that a kid's birthday party had Pat's and it was, like, nearby, I'm going to wander over and say happy birthday to that kid for a second just for the free pie. But if it's a vegan birthday party, I might punt your kid just for fun. That lady in Tucson was totally setting that whole thing up. Wait until the kids, how many kids come oh, yeah. there, you know, then you order your, you know, she, she didn't have to order all those pizzas. Deep down, she was passive aggressively recognizing her son had no friends. So she overdid the presentation knowing none of them were going to show up for this adult kid. This kid's an idiot. Bottom well, line is you I announced. I don't know where that kid is now. Oh, I don't know where he's dangling, but it's from a high, his feet aren't touching the ground, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that's all you hear when the wind blows, because that's where little Jeffy is. But yeah. So she, I agree. She did that on purpose. She put five pizzas on the thing knowing no one was coming because her kids, something's wrong with them. And she's blaming all the other kids for not liking them instead of just deep down going, hey, you got to straighten it out. You're Evidently, you're a social pariah. I can't even draw kids to your party with free games and pizza. There's something wrong with you. I went to a couple birthday parties when I was a kid of kids I didn't like. Sammy Armijo and I got along. Then we didn't. And his mom still invited me to the birthday party. He was nine. There was ice cream. We went to Ferrell's. It was amazing. Oh, Farrell's. Yeah. Farrell's. We got the zoo. That place the best. We got the zoo. I went to zoos. I went to that. <laughs> I, I ran to that. I didn't think Brian Watt liked me. No relation to TJ or JJ or Derek, but he doesn't count anyway. But Brian, we played baseball together, and I wasn't sure he liked me. I thought we were kind of like just baseball, but I get an invite to his birthday party. I'm like, I don't even think Brian likes me. So then it said on the bottom, pizza and ice cream. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to Brian's party. And I, so I ran over to the... Uh, whatever the music store was at the time in Fiesta Mall, R.I.P. Musicland. Musicland, that's yeah. right. And I went to Musicland, I got him a Duran Duran tape, and I, that Ooh. was my gift. And he didn't like it. I didn't care. Oh. You got to go to Farrell's. Seven and the Ragged Tiger, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and then I, and then I, for one reason or another, thought, these gifts are going over great. And I went to another guy, and I got him a Gap Band tape, and I crashed his part. I didn't remember who that was. The Gap Band, huh? Yeah. Duran Duran to the Gap me. Band? Man, <laughs> the Drop the Bomb on Me was a big one for me, so I got it for him. I didn't realize that. Though. And who did No Parking Baby yet? Uh, Midnight, Midnight Star. Midnight Star. I did one of those, too. Parking on the dance floor. That was for a girl. Oh, beep, beep. That was a girl named Amber. And uh, no relation to the one we know. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. She might have been. Uh, she might have the other thing crazy is. You, well, wait. You, because saying. Amber's party, I bring her the uh, Midnight Star one. And then I was—I almost was reduced to tears because I thought I'd done really well with that because that was the current number one song, I think. And, and somebody brought her St. Elmo's Fire, which I think was even older. And all she wanted to do was play that. And then all the hot girls played that. And my tape just sat in the corner. Still had some rapping on it. I'm like, man, she just dismissed my That's whole... so nice, John. Yeah, Thanks. no, didn't care. All she wanted was St. Elmo's Fire. And we played that a thousand times. And then we got in the pool. Ate the pizza, but no vegan. She wouldn't have gotten the Midnight Star tape if yeah. it was a vegan party. And when she heard cut two on that Midnight Star Freakazoids, that got her <laughs> going. <laughs> you mentioned, yeah. I mean, the lady in Tucson, pizza and ice cream. Even if her kids, uh, you know, no show on that party. Yeah. There's kids in that area. You guys want some pizza and ice cream right. for my son's birthday? And another family were like, oh, sure. Absolutely. You could you could just you drop it off. Present. Brady's basically the St. Vincent de Paul of a kid's party's uneaten foods. I used you to just go, drop that I off. I used to troll Saturdays for birthday parties. <laughs> it's like, this one's wrapping up. You guys probably don't want all this in your fridge for days. It's 
Go moment on the lips. That's why I had so many mixtapes. Here's a mixtape. <laughs> Here, celebrate me home. And how about a little bit of that? What is that, Tigger? Nobody even ate the cake. This is great. I'll take this. Yeah, Brady's basically the wolf of kids' parties. He comes by and sees what's left and cleans it out. I got two fridges back at the house. You guys probably don't have enough room for this stuff. Put your head up, friendo. Tell me what I'm I'm here to celebrate your birthday. (laughs) And then if you wandered in and said, hey, it's the party wolf. (laughs) Coming in and say, oh, vegan party. Oh, you folks enjoy this. What, are you going to plant the rest of it? I have too many parties today. Sorry. What'd you serve here? Hibiscus tea? (laughs) Uh, You guys can do something I've never said before, and that's a whole bunch of off. Goat milk ice cream. Party wolf didn't want any of our homemade woman milk. Cake. You want to be a real vegan? Toss some of that mom milk in there as an ingredient to the cake. Ah, you heard me. You want to be a vegan? Squeeze out a little lactate. Put that in there and make that the milk that we make because you need it. A lot of them pump enough. You they reserve need the milk. Reserve a couple of pints. Super vegan. That's the problem with that one. <laughs> I like the I like the ones that are just kind of. I don't eat meat. Oh yeah. So you just don't care. Well, fish don't have feelings. Like you're a pescatarian. You're the biggest crook on the planet well i'll kill those some people just don't want meat because they don't like it so don't call yourself vegetarian or vegan but vegan yuck Ooh. and i know there are people who do it and good for you but don't have parties and and if you go to a party don't make the host make you a special meal either you bring it with byo vegan i've had barbecues and stuff it's like whoa that guy's a vegan well, I guess he's not eating, unless he doesn't bring something for himself. You're not going to cook him a tofu burger? I have no idea how to do that at all. I don't even know where to get one. <laughs> Screw you. I don't know where to buy it. B, I don't know what to do with it on fire. I'm going to melt it, I think. I don't know. He can do it himself. And then he's got to put it on my sloppy, juicy meat grill that I've never cleaned, because it's better that oh, way. Oh, can't have it. <laughs> touching <laughs> it's touching, touching yep. meat. Yeah. Get your grass off my grill. But I feel bad for the little boy, but he's got no future at all. There's no way. You can't have a, you can't, again, Brady's right. The reason it had to stay a vegan party, because if that kid that's being raised vegan saw all those kids eating that Safeway cake that said, sorry, you can't have any of this, Brandon, and then like meat and popsicles with beef on the top of them, just like a Rodizio grill shows up, some guy just cutting lamb at the table. And that little guy's got a plate of lettuce. He's looking around going, I'm getting f***ed on this deal here, aren't I? All these kids seem happy and healthy, and I'm like kind of skinny and weird. Just reminds me of that example. The guy said he had $10,000 in cash for the kid yeah. or a Kit Kat. <laughs> right. Well, it was an Oreo cookie. Oreo, and he's like, right. this yeah. is, And it was basically the uh, – it was a metaphor of kids make bad decisions, so don't let them choose their genders yet because he goes, <laughs> give them two – $10,000 rolls. And he goes, I'll tell you what, I'll give you half. Here's $10,000 for you. And the kid's looking at it like, okay. And he goes, or two Oreo cookies. And the kid's eyes light up at the cookies like, whoa, those are awesome. Puts it on the table. He's going have $10,000 cash right here. Or, or these cookies, you have to make a choice. And that kid's hand just goes, cookies. He's half done. It's like, all right, you, you, you choose the cookies? Yeah, kids don't make good decisions. And that's true. Maybe he's just not materialistic. Uh, maybe you should shut the f- up. Kids don't make good decisions. But, yeah, vegan kid. Rock Wars, the wake-up song, and the you bastard sight of the day. 
Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And if veganism's so good, you shouldn't have to keep meat away from somebody who's trying. It's not like an addiction. It's not cocaine. You shouldn't have to be, you know, keeping your kids away from it. If it's such a great option, the kid should be, he'd be around it all the time going, I don't even want that. My food world is so delicious and amazing. That's not even appealing to me. But they know better. They know that our food's better. They know that we're better at it. And they just want to bark at you the whole time. But I know for a fact that if your food was good, you wouldn't try to make it taste like meat. That's just an announcement that you're not happy with what you're doing. Just eat meat at that point. Just eat meat. <laughs> Read about that doctor. I don't know if it was on a Rogan thing or another guy that back in the um, uh, 50s, the guy went over to uh, live uh, in Ar- in the Arctic. No no vegetables there. So it was basically seal meat, some, some fish, Oof. and he did it for a year to see how his body would right. And he was a doctor and sure. of nutrition and all that. There's no difference from incorporating the, uh, you know, the that year. Stuff. For, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like, you, you can still get some. He's not saying, you know, there would be a difference if you're just eating nothing but meat. But look at Al Michaels, the heat that he's, he's never eaten a vegetable. I don't believe it. But still, he's 80. Make it work. There's one guy that I worked with in Wisconsin. He grew up. He said the same thing. Never eat a vegetable. Yeah. No Growing point. up. I like them, but I also like dead Yeah, stuff. there's some there. Uh, Jacob says, uh, my daughter has a bunch of food restrictions due to allergies. She has to eat like a vegan, except uh, for having loads of meat. A normal pizza would put her into anaphylactic shock. But in her birthday, we got that special pizza she can have. Loads of good pizza for all of us normals. That was the party. Her problems aren't the world's problems, and she's being raised to accept that. Beautiful. For a while there, you couldn't go to Caliendo's house. If you'd eaten peanuts or had peanut M&Ms, I brought some over for the podcast once. And I forgot I brought a bag of, of peanut M&M's and I'm eating them. And he goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, what? And he goes, those are Joey killers. His son, Joey. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but he's not even in this house. Like, we were in a second house. I'm like, he's in a different house. Yeah, I can't have him in here. Get out. And I had to go wash my hands and stuff in case I was going to, like, manhandle Joey. I had no intention. But if I touched something and peanut juice got on that thing and then Joey touched. And I understand being a little, it's your house, so I can follow that rule. But then I did go to the party that they had for their kids once, and it was full-on everything food, Italian everything. No peanuts, but still. Joey had to wash from a glass terrarium. <laughs> for a little while, we, in thought, the bubble? we thought maybe it was going to happen. Kirby bringing in, you wow. know, and, in uh, elementary school, you know, when you had to bring in, like, cupcakes on your birthday or whatever, there's always two or three. Yeah. Got to have uh, changed up. Yeah. They were dairy-free, nut-free. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love salad. With, with meat on it. I lo- I get a thing at the Aftermath. It's amazing chopped salad. It's got eggs, blue cheese dressing. Nothing about that thing's vegan. And then they're like, what do you want us to kill? That's what I hear when they say, what protein would you like? What would you like us to slaughter, kill, and put on this? And I have options. Shrimp. I like when shrimp dies for me. I love when chicken dies for me. Sometimes a little pork ain't bad. Although pigs are probably the cutest of all of them. I don't want to get to know them, but I would eat them. Veal and pound it out extra. Uh, I, don't, I don't like veal. I'm not against veal. If you had a veal party, I'd part. Do you like veal? Oh. Italians do love veal. Oh. Soft little baby cow oh, yeah. meat. Scallopine. Serve it up. That's tough for me because they're adorable. <laughs> and not they just all are at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah that's true. On a plate, they're yeah, even they, more adorable. They all are. The veal gets me because I do think of that little baby that 
But again, that's what he was born to do. But the like, little the little chicks and the little piglets yeah. and warm it up, cow. They don't have <laughs> baby chicken food. You know, that's the difference. Like, yeah, little, I can't do that. <laughs> but they started out as that. They start. We all start they out. All start out as little babies, and we turn into edible pricks. <laughs> Cows are no different. They're born to be eaten. They're not. They, we're not just going they out hunting them. They're born. They to be all eaten. are. There's a rule though in the wild, like in hunting, that you're not supposed to shoot the babies. That's why Bambi lived. You just killed their parents. <laughs> They give the people yeah, can they're get, delicious. Sir, um, dough you, permits. You can get the that's, that's a dough a is a girl one. though. Well, you can get um, the, the baby. Calf. Yeah, no, the I fawn. The fawn Come permit. On. You can't shoot a fawn. Oh, kind of. That Satan. was the thing when I You're went. Satan when I did. shot an antelope, this couple comes in with a, a antelope baby. fawn. Oh, see, I she think shot that... it with her three fifty seven, and the guy puts it up on the table to oh. be processed. Oh. Is there a limit on these? <laughs> oh, that's see, that's you're the devil. That's just you can't do that yourself. Put it in a rendering plant. This has got it with her gun. Handgun. It's got to be illegal in almost everywhere. You got Wyoming. Yeah, okay. Wyoming, they just, they're Relax, overrun by them. They're, yeah, they're overrun by them. <laughs> yeah. Ted Nugent would even be like, that's a bridge too far. Don't go shooting the babies. But, um, yeah, the veal thing, that's tough. No, I'll eat that dogs. all day long. If we didn't ever know. I do love me a salad, though. But there better be some meat coming in after. I'll put some fish on it. I'll, anything. Something has to die for my salad. That's salad sacrifice, I call it. Uh, and I just like what this guy said. Vegans are C-words. That's just the email that came. <laughs> Vegans are C-words. <laughs> Sometimes, you're right. Uh, when Brady's neighborhood, they have birthday parties. They do it from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. weekdays. <laughs> Brady can't go crash them. You know, there's this party in my stream. we got to keep the party wolf out. Don't leave a little early. The party wolf out. Oh! You should do that. Hey, I saw you wrapping up, pulling the balloons down. Let's take a look and see what the kids left behind. Ooh, meat lovers, two slices. But yeah, vegans, when you have parties, you have to recognize we're not interested in them. And your kid can't be sad. All vegans today make the test and recognize the error in your ways and put a burger in front of your kid. And if he likes it, let him have it. It isn't going to kill him. You're still in control of how much he's getting. Is it a healthier lifestyle? I don't know, probably. But it is a delicious one. Meat. Then I saw another article. I loved this. It was a series of, I was thinking about this the other day too, a series of secrets that people keep from everyone in their lives that they need to get off their chest, but they will never do. Um, one of them was, uh, this is a good one. And this is a type, this, like, this floats around all over the city. Like, there's a lot of people listening who will be like, I've got one. Like this. Uh, my little brother was a drug addict. I was arrested for possession of illegal drugs at my parents' home. He was selling them to kids in the neighborhood. My mom couldn't believe what was going on. Um, she couldn't uh, tolerate that her little baby was going to go to jail. She will never know that I'm the one who called the police. Oh, man. He ratted his own brother out to get him thrown out. Yeah, that's a good one. And he's like, what was he doing know. again? He was uh, selling drugs to minors in the neighborhood. Mm. And when he found out, he's like, I'm calling the cops on him. Uh, yeah, this one says, my oldest brother, who is 15 years older than me, is my half-brother. Aside from my parents, I'm the only one who knows this. 
He's framed his entire life after the lineage of my dad, who he thinks is his dad, who actually adopted him when he was uh, married to my mom. He'll never know. He had a baby this month, a little girl, and uh, my dad, his stepdad in reality, is in love with the granddaughter. It's going to be on my shoulders to tell him when my parents passed. But why would you tell him when the parents passed? Just let him die with that. Why would you have to break the news to him at all? If you're the only one who knows when this when the parents are, he dies with you. These are those go-to-the-grave ones. Uh, the other one was, uh, I can't even come out to my parents as bisexual. They'd think the devil had something to do with it. So I can never tell anyone that I'm also a furry. Whoa. He's got fetishes he's, and he's more. bisexual. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a foot fetish. And it stems from the fact that I used to have foot play fun with my sister. Ugh. But it wasn't sexual when they were kids. Yuck. Uh, I hate my grandmother. Can't stand her. Uh, and I'm uh, not too busy to visit her before she dies. My mom keeps trying to make me go. Uh, and so I'm going. I visit her. I pretend to like her. But I can't wait till she dies. And my mom will never know this. And I'm also not going to the funeral. Uh, the next one says, I'm happy my older brother passed away. I fake tears every time my mom starts talking about it, but I'm really happy he's gone. He was a junkie. He overdosed at the age of 43. He left four kids behind. I don't have any respect for him, but my mom would lock up and die herself if she ever thought I didn't like him. Isn't that crazy? There's I think some of those, you know, like that one, you know, getting cracking that feeling about your brother. Our rightful feelings are yeah. just, you know, that their mom, I don't know if his mom would, you know, I understand the situation, but getting it yeah. out there eventually. She just don't want to say, yeah. I hate him. She said that at a certain point, eh, I'm better off keeping it to myself. Yeah. Uh, this one says, I am the only one in our family, other than my mom, who knows that my mom actually killed my dad uh, when he had his terminal illness. She Kevorkian the dad somehow. Medicine something, don't know. But she's the one who ended it. And the other brothers and sisters don't know. Uh, I got baptized, and my father doesn't know. He's Muslim. My mom's Christian. I just told her I'll never tell my dad. He would leave my mother. He <laughs> can't even have a religion. <laughs> this is pretty great. Uh, that's a weird one. Uh, my girlfriend is pregnant and going to keep it. My friends and family are all happy for me, and I'm pretending to be happy. But every night before bed, I pray that it dies. Ah, he doesn't want it at all, but he's got no say. So he's rooting for a miscarriage. When the baby comes, you're going to be fine. You have to yeah. adapt to that kind of stuff. But I get that fear. Should have called Dr. Lynn, pal. Secrets. I've had people that have... There's like, people that had that before, and like you said, they like, I would never thought that that, yeah. that baby or that would change my life. One of them was... Dis- In a good way. Yeah, one of them was disgusting and said, my mom will never know. But my sister and I lost our virginity to each other. It was basically saying they were goofing around as kids. That's one that... Uh, and they were 13, 14. The whole, it was a long story. And he's like, and we just started playing around. And the next thing you know, it's like, what do we do if we do this? They And there was that repressive, nobody talks about it kind of upbringing. So they didn't really know. They just knew that they were kind of excited for some reason. And he's like, I'm going to put this here. And did it. And they did it. <laughs> <laughs> what if she got pregnant? 
But of course you wouldn't tell your parents that. You go to the grave with it. You, those are There's certain yeah. go-to-the-grave secrets. Yeah. There's a load of go-to-the-grave secrets. Uh, this guy says, I've got one, John. It says, I killed a vegan once. Seemed like the right thing to do. The party was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Did you eat him afterwards? Because it would have been a better meal. Yeah. And there are people out there right now driving right past this building with a go-to-the-grave secret. And not like one where, you know, you put your thumb in your butt when you... None of those things. Like, I like pleasure. A lot of people like And that could be a... I mean, but for someone else, that's a go-to-a-grave. But is it... It's really... There's a ton of butt play. If you've killed someone, you know... Yeah. uh, You know, even if it was a beneficial kill for someone, or if you've done... You know, there's that, uh, that one Black Mirror episode where... They're driving along in Iceland, and some bicyclist goes in front of them, and and they were drunk and high while they're driving, and they hit the bicyclist, and he dies on the road, and there's it was like nobody anywhere close, and so they're looking at each other, going, "We're going to jail forever. We can't make this call," and so they bag the dude up and throw him off this cliff into some water, and his bike goes in too, and uh, somehow or another, it starts to trace back. And the lady and the guy who killed the thing, like, 20 years later, hanging, and he comes to her and he goes, I got to tell. I can't live with a secret anymore. I've got to say something. And she kills him in her hotel room. It's a great episode. But then there's this this weird surveillance camera that catches just the two of them together right before that guy disappears. And it all starts. And so the, the detective that's kind of on, it's like, this guy disappeared. And there actually is a video thing of him in your room for a second. And then we never see him again. And then so she has to kill the, it's this domino. She's got to oh, keep killing her. Oh, it's awesome. Oh. But you, you know, it never really stops unraveling. No witnesses. I'm uh, noticing that Brett is very quiet right now. And I'm yes. not asking for any confessions, my friend. <laughs> He's like, she's Under doing red. what she's got to do. Uh, I don't know about you, John. Going back to your other conversation. I am a vegan through and through. I eat vegetables and that is all. Sign Nathan Sutherland. Uh, all right. Figured he'd all pipe in. Right. You bastards. Yeah. But if you've got to go to the grave secret and you want to get it off your chest, you can anonymously email me, Holmberg at 98KUPD, and I won't say a thing. I don't, I don't think I have a go to the grave secret. Not yet. I don't think I have one. Go to the grave with it. This I, guy's not never harmed back at all. I've told the secrets like, you know, we all stole at Tony Roma's. That's not right. Well, this isn't so much a go-to-the-grave secret. It says... uh, He's not holding back. Dear Holmberg's morning sickness. F that. I hate my mother, and she knows it. F you, Lynn, you lying whore. I don't know. That's that's more of a... Well, he's got it off his shoulders. But that's more of a shout-up from the rooftops. uh, That's not a secret so much when you tell the radio station. Maybe it was at one point. Now he's just getting it out there. That could be. He's kept this in the whole time. He's always wanted to scream at his mother. Well, on second thought, we shouldn't have let uh, Ryan eulogize his mom. <laughs> just one thing to say about this bitch in a box. F you, Lynn. Lying whore. And some moms are lying whores. Not all moms are great. Rock Wars. The wake-up song and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. We've met women who are like, that chick's nuts. 
She's got a couple of kids. Oh, look at Britney Spears. Ah, scary. I'm, there you go. That's nuts right. Nuts to you. <laughs> no, nuts to all Everybody. <laughs> Evidently, she yeah. did another knife dance. Yeah, I saw that. She was putting them up against her throat. But now I don't care because nobody seems to care about her. Why am I feeling anything for Britney? Why do I sit back and say, oh, you've got to... You got to do something about this. Why? She, uh, I told you this this morning when she broke up with Justin Timberlake, all this memoir stuff's coming out. Yeah. I just, she had a two week rebound breakup fling with Colin Farrell. That was when Colin Farrell yeah. was banging everybody. Yeah. Too. Uh, ready for this one? Yeah. Brace yourselves. I've got a going to the grave secret just happened a week ago. The clothes dryer was going and it was making a loud banging like there was a boot in there. I investigated the noise, opened the dryer. My daughter's clothes were inside, and in and amongst her things was a butt plug. (laughs) I'm going to the grave with this. (laughs) Your daughter's butt plug got into her laundry and tumbled around like a boot in the dryer. Oh, you're trying to email Izzy instead of us. Oh, no, you, that's you, a KDKB story. No, no, that's for a son's butt plug, a girl's oh, butt okay. plug. That's a good girl. <laughs> She's, but that just basically means your daughter's boyfriend is is getting all the road. He's driving in the left side of the road and the right side of the road. He gets to play England and America. He is crossing borders, and there are no walls. There is no Trump. That guy gets to freely move from here to there, and she's prepping for it. All right, and all I can say to you is. Uh, you are my nominee for Father of the Year. You've raised a good one. She's so cavalier with her butt plug, it's in her laundry. <laughs> what do you need to dry it for, lady? Those things air dry. You put them out on the clothesline. You don't put that in the dryer. Your dad's going to look. All I have to do is ask you, sir, whose name I won't use, uh, how old is she? There's the real damaging part. Because if he fires back like 14, you got a big problem on your hands. Butt plugs in the dryer. Butt plugs in the dryer. Not a bad band name. A little long. But butt plugs in the dryer is something I... I think it's going to... There's some good, good music coming out if of that If I band. saw that on the marquee, driving by Marquee Theater, and said, yeah. Tuesday, butt plugs in the dryer, I'd be like, I'm going to go watch that. I think I'm going to spend the $11 to see BP in the D. Butt plugs. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's country music for some reason. Butt plugs in the dryer is yeah, country music? Yeah, really? sounds like a, a line in the country. If you go with the BP and the D, though, that's pretty That's yeah. pretty good. That sounds... BP and the D, and you're like, yeah. what's that stand for? Butt plugs in the dryer. I'm thinking more kind of a KDKB, occasional acoustic set. Yeah, there's definitely... Well, they're butt plugs. Yeah, they're drawing people in with butt plugs in the dryer, because like, who can't relate at KDKB to that problem? Oh, I dried my butt plug again. <laughs> That's all hot. Oh, hot. Oh, hot, 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 hot. I don't mind a warm one. It's like a seat heater. <laughs> anyway, that's horrible. And I'm sorry for you. Yeah, if you've got to go into the grave secret, everybody's got something, but I don't know i got to go into the grave. And I think if you ask me, I'd tell you, for the most part. As long as it doesn't make somebody else like, like I've got like I have things that other people would be hurt by if I told. So that's not a yeah. going to the grave secret. That's a protecting someone else secret, and it's not something that I'm like keeping from everyone because it it's just one of those 
respectful things. Like I know you went through this. Why would you do that? Now, I know you went through this, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna bring your pain back through my chatter. I think we've all got that, where we know something about someone, and we're like, "Don't. That's not kosher. To, that's their thing. If they want to talk about it, let them talk about it." But uh, butt in the dryer is definitely something I'm going to tell everybody. This guy says, "I've got to go to the grave." My dad and his neighbor have been friends for 20 years. The neighbor's daughter had a boyfriend who would uh, uh, be on her. I said, "My dad confronted the boyfriend and his boyfriend, and they jumped him, put him in a coma for two days. They got off on a technicality." Uh, two months later, my brother and I got a call from my dad to meet him at Circle K nearby the house. My brother, my dad, and I beat these two guys up so badly that one of them is paralyzed. To this day, the cops think it was a bunch of uh, gang members that jumped him, but really it was me and my dad, my brother, getting revenge. They have a vowel in their last name? This one says, careful who you F with, Scott. <laughs> well, you're kind of giving the game away there from your crime. <laughs> anyway, I don't really know. This is one of those moments where the police are going to come to us. What's that email? I'm like, ah. If it's going to the grave secret, you should have kept it at the grave. Oh, okay. Got the email back from dad with the butt plug. Daughter's 19. Oh, okay. So she's going to ASU. So she's also got an STD. You know, well, the butt normal, plugs, yeah, you don't have yeah. to worry about that. You she's, can talk about that. <laughs> you can, yeah. That's, she's, she's got, if she ever says, sparkin' devils, I assume there's a butt plug involved. I watch college football at ASU, and I'm like, look at all. No wonder they're all standing up. They've all got butt plugs in. ASU is butt plug central. It should probably have little sparky forkum butt plugs. There. I bet you he's on like half of them. I think you get one once you like enroll. Instead of books. Yeah, at the bookstore, you go, all right, you get four books. That's $38,000, and here's your free butt plug. The books are so expensive, but the butt plug is worth it. Yeah, 19 <laughs> She's been wearing that thing for four years. You're way behind. <laughs> These girls today, they're into butt play. <laughs> oh, boy. This guy says, uh, this isn't my story, but a guy I know uh, told me a story that his brother caught his wife with another guy, grabbed the guy and dragged him out into the yard. Uh, he had him in the yard, and they had a fight. He ended up uh, slitting his throat. The guy I worked with was called by his brother to come help him get rid of the body, and they haven't told anybody. <laughs> Things told, happen. He told me he threw him in the Verde River. All right, you guys are putting me in a position here with these emails. <laughs> I, I was expecting you to say, Wake like, up song I, brought to you by... I, I shaved my mom's <laughs> head yeah, once and told her trouble. she had cancer. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of one that you get... These are murders. Yeah, that's forever. Oh, no. I'm going in Wake the other up, room. Song. I don't want to hear that. I want more of no, these. I'm going when in the other room. When I was about I'm eight. Not being an accessory. <laughs> when I was about eight years old. I'm not saying names. Trust me. Uh, I was sexually assaulted by the that- babysitter. Uh, my parents were gone. And no one in my family knows. But right now, she's causing a lot of problems. So uh, I have this in my back pocket in case it gets worse. Wow. Uh, and then another one says, uh, uh, butt plugs in the dryer's first hit single has to be scorched anus. By the way, is that guy's daughter single? She's at ASU. She's playing the field. And she's doing it with a limp, I'm guessing. Stop confessing to murders. That wasn't the point of me bringing this up. You notice that everybody on here was like, I'll never tell that my brother's dad is not really his dad. Those I can tolerate. You tossing people in the Verde River. Then great. Then the cops are going to come. Susan will be happy, but I'm going to be miserable digging through my email. And there's this one. My wife and I had a few threesomes with my friend's wife when he would pass out drunk. (laughs) 
Now that is what I'm. This is what I'm talking about. You get the one wife really plastered drunk. She goes to sleep, and then you, uh, or the husband, and then you, you hammer his wife right there in the house while this guy's out like a light. I still go biking with him every other weekend. He has no idea. Golden. Do I get pass out drunk? No, I got a few friends I bike with. All right, no, never mind. Nope. I don't pass out drunk. I'm a professional. You get pass out drunk, that's the risks you run. Uh, Trains being run on your wife while you're asleep on the couch. It's on you. It's on you, man. Head on a swivel, bro. (laughs) That's probably why in college we draw on each other when we pass out. Teach you a lesson. Hey, passing out, bad things happen. You're going to have a train run on your wife if you keep this kind of thing up. You can't pass out drunk. Can't be a blackout drunk. Is this more murder? No. A secret I'm taking to the grave was after my soon-to-be fiancé broke up with me, I hooked hooked up with a 400-pound girl in the rebound. Am I ashamed? Yes, I am. Was it good? Oh, yeah. It was good. (laughs) You hit a 400-pound. I'd take that to the grave. Are you kidding me? I'd get in the grave faster. I'd, I'd be manufacturing a grave it. right now. Was he likes some biggins. Well, he said, was it good? He's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, he enjoyed it. 400 pounder, though? How big was the X? Oh, that's true, too. I never thought of that. 300. He's this like, this guy says, in the 80s, my sister was on a field trip and uh, said she got uh, touched inappropriately while riding a wave at Big Surf. She has no idea who did it to this day. <laughs> I don't know. I do. Shh. That kind of stuff happens. Statue limitations. Yeah. I'm, I, uh, you can't confess to murders. I am going to have to give those emails to people now. Like if they ask. Nothing I can do about it. I'm just reading them as they come up. If you're going to confess to murder on the show. That's why I'm not reading nothing. <laughs> not I don't mind. I think it's good for me. You didn't have to read them. Yep. I didn't know they're coming up. You're emailing me. Everything that comes through in the email is readable. If you put the word anonymous on it, that's great. But you confess to tossing a body in the Verde River, I feel a certain responsibility. Good Lord. The butt plug thing was where we should have drawn the line, people. I murdered a guy once. Did I ever tell you about that? No. Yeah, that's why I'm taking the grave. Murdered a guy tossed me in this river. Here's the evidence pile. It's in my yard. You can't go murdering folk. And I hate my mom. <laughs> no kidding. Good Lord. Uh, we're divorced now for obvious reasons. But the night we got married in Vegas, I banged a hooker in our hotel room because my wife passed out drunk. <laughs> On your wedding night? Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Man, oh man. All right. Yeah, this is brutal. I'm not reading any more of your murder stories. You guys are scary. <laughs> when I said it's out amongst us, I had no idea. People are dying to spill the beans. Evidently. Brett, email me anonymously. I want to nope. know, know your story. Nope. I'm not wow. even listening to what you're saying over <laughs> What do you here? got on the big board of musical treats? I don't know. All right. <laughs> you don't even know that? No. Those emails I'm not even paying attention to, to that I'm either. I'm not looking at nothing that nothing. comes through. I, I nothing can't, you say right now. I can't Mouth. read. I've never been able to read. <laughs> Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over at Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys are having their big sidewalk sale tomorrow. Uh, starts at about 10 a.m. Uh, apparel, snowboard boots, ski boots, uh, the new and used skis, decks, 
new and used bikes, all kinds of demos going on. Uh, bike racks, car racks, everything you need. They got it going on right now. Tons of deals. So make sure you're going out there. It starts at 10, going until about 4. I'm going to swing out there for a little while, too. But ActionRideShop.com is where you get your details, as well as going to the store right there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Here's one. Oh, no. I'm not listening. La, la, no, listen. La, 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 this la. isn't a confession. Okay. Anything bad. <laughs> Although, if I'm served with search warrants, you know I'm giving them up, right? I'm not. I'm not. I'm That's you know. why I'm not listening. I'm fine with that. Uh, one girl noticed that my most recent girlfriend looks a lot like my sister. And I am very close with my sister. She's my best friend. She's super pretty. Something I haven't told everybody is that when it comes to dating girls, I pick them based on if they look like my sister or not. I've never confessed this. It's definitely a quality I enjoy in other women. I'd never do anything with my sister, but the girls I like look like her. She's kind of my dream girl. <laughs> Your sister's my dream girl, too, by the way. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. This one says, I was sexually assaulted in a dark alley once. I'm visually impaired, so I have a white cane. It makes me an easy target. When the whole thing was over, I remember a female voice whispering in my ear, it's our turn. <laughs> well, I think I know who did that. I think I'm, I think I'm familiar with the assailant. This is crazy. All right, on the list, uh, we've got corn, uh, code orange, falling in reverse, judge, anthrax, rise against, the warning, uh, Queensryche, white zombie, knocked loose, uh, BLS, <laughs> And uh, this guy wanted a, l- a little SOD this morning because he emailed and says, Hey, Bert, play Kill Yourself by SOD for my douchebag boss forcing me to fly out of town on football Sunday. Can't wait to quit this job. Eat a D, Gary. <laughs> That's right, Gary. <laughs> Who books flights for their employees on Sundays? Gary. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. Now, in a way, can't you just ask Gary for a red eye and just have a, a rough Monday? I, I don't know. You know, the church appreciates you going on the road to do a little uh, man, oh man. out-of-state <laughs> preaching. This guy Hope says, you have a good Sunday, Pastor. <laughs> I have this work thing I have to do Thursday mornings, and I use it to hide bodies on the west side. Oh, my God. Brett just fired over I an email. email. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, my God. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Well, this is a two-minute song by the Stormtroopers. He's next day. to me. <laughs> Kill yourself for Gary. Yeah, eat a D, Gary. Yeah. My goodness, yeah. Well, when the police show up, everybody who confessed, I am handing over your emails. That's just a thing. Count on it. Horrifying. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 